0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Drunk Gossip. I am Ed, of course, coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. Um, yesterday, as you know, I had to record at Paramount because um, of some issues with the Drunk Gossip Studios. Those seem to have been resolved, at least for now. Um, so, yay. And so... You guys know I read the gossip blogs every night, and, um, as I was reading, I, sometimes I watch TV, Will and Gray's, Two Broke Girls, um, whatever I can find on Netflix, or Hulu. Um, but this time I was listening to some music, and I realized, like, you know, I, I love Barbara Streisand. Um, I think she's a magnificent actress. A, a terrific director. But there's only a few songs of hers I like. Um, but, uh, Not that she's horrible or anything, but it's just one of those things. And I didn't think anything of it until I came across this story about Sam Smith. Um, Sam Smith and Adam Lambert were hanging out. Which, just so you know, slash fanfiction right there... Can you imagine those two having sex? Because I can, and, um, it really distracted me from having, from recording this episode. Um, yes, I just put that image in your head. You are welcome. Ed giveth, and Ed taketh away. Um, anyways, um, in a... In an Instagram story that um, that Adam Lambert uploaded and then deleted, Sam Smith has heard saying that he doesn't really care for Michael Jackson. But he liked the song Human Nature. This has sparked some sort of controversy. Um, with one woman... Um... Tr- tr- Stephanie Mills saying at Sam Smith World don't come for Michael Jackson when you wish you have sold as many records and you wish you were the king of pop like he was. I'm so tired of you people studying our music and studying our artists and claiming you don't like our music go sit your one-hit wonder ass down and learn how to finish a tour. When you can sell as many records as The King of Pop, Michael Jackson, then maybe you can say something. So I say to you, Mr. Smith, have several seats and come for me if you want. Here's the thing. First of all, since when are, are we required to like everybody? You know, you, Sam Smith has said that he, he does appreciate um, Whitney Houston's music. Um, Mariah Carey's. So he doesn't like... He doesn't like one particular person. Why is this a controversy? Why is this bad? You know... I I just don't understand. And what does him studying music have to do with anything? You know, I don't care for... um The movie Tootsie. And I'm not saying that right, um, but it's about, um, this boy who, um, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Basically, he's a criminal. We know he's a criminal from the start. And he, basically, he, um, kidnaps a baby. And, you know, that's supposed to be, like, there's supposed to be, like, a redemptive arc. And I don't feel it did its job. And I let my film teacher know. She and I disagreed on this. And... But, you know, the whole thing was... I wasn't marked down because I didn't agree with her. She listened to me. She validated my opinion. And I validated hers. And that was the end of it. Why is this a thing where... Sam Smith can't say he doesn't like Michael Jackson... Just because... Michael Jackson is dead, or is it because he's black? I don't understand. You know, are, are we now to the point in society where we have to like everyone just because they had a few hit records? Do we have to like everyone just because they had a number one song? Because I don't care how much you try to get me to like Cardi B. I ain't listened to her. Okay? And now we can go back to our... Sam Smith and Adam Lambert Fantasies. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Um, and I'm gonna just keep adding to the fantasies. Um, okay. Let's talk jobs. I am very selective about the gigs I take. Um, I have a certain requirement that, um... ...that I stipulate before I accept any assignment. Um, this isn't good for my main gig. This is more like for when I write articles or um, I'm asked to do blog posts or anything like that. Um, with, with some of the blog posts, if they're letting me advertise my book, that's different. But you know, for articles, mostly, especially since I've been doing a lot of true crime lately... Um, and a lot of erotic articles, which are my bread and butter now, which shouldn't surprise me since erotica was my bread and butter for the longest time, um, but I, I, I do have a certain amount, um, there's one client who I, I, I do give a discount to because I write articles for them four to five times a week, so... Um, my billing rate is 50 cents per word. Um, for them, I, depending on how many words, um, we've worked it out to, um, where I usually don't make less than a quarter per word. Um, unless it's a longer article, um, where I'm going to get about the same amount of money. Um, so why do I bring this up? Not to tell a two-minute long story, but to tell you, um, about Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. Yes, this is for you, Mandy. Um, and you're probably, if you're driving to work, you might want to pause the segment. Because imagining the two Chris's having sex is just too, whew, um, I might have to pause and come back. Um. Um, no, Chris, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine were slated to start, uh, to not to start, to start in the next Star Trek movie. However, Paramount is playing hardball, and saying, hey, look, the last Star Trek movie didn't make much money. Um, we have to go ahead and cut your pay. And Chris Pine especially is saying, nope, mm-mm, I have a deal in place. Either I'm under the deal or I'm walking away. As of right now, he's he's officially walked away from the project. Um, Where no one's quite sure what's going on with Chris Hemsworth. Um, It 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 does seem to be a pay issue with him. Um, But for some reason, and this is a little bizarre to me, apparently Chris Hemsworth was going to play, Chris Pine's father because of an alternative timeline or something. Um, so Mandy and I were talking about this yesterday because she asked me to look into it. Um, because neither of us really, really believed that this was a thing that was happening. Because how do you hire Chris Pine, one of, if not the most in-demand actor, and then let him walk away because of pay? It's not like he's asking for 20 or 30 million dollars. If he's asking for $10 million... You get him $10 million. are got to make that money back. So let's not pretend here. Um, Chris Hemsworth... I know Mandy's going to get mad at me for saying this. So I'm just going to preface this by saying... It's Taylor Swift's fault. Everything is. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure you can... Just write around Chris Hemsworth. You don't need to have... Kirk's father... In the story, unless it's like some sort of essential thing where he has to be there, Um, but you you really can't do a Star Trek movie without Kirk, unless you're going with Picard, and then you're gonna screw up the whole TV show idea. So let's not do that. And William Shatner is replaceable. Patrick Stewart is not. Come at me. Um. And, and you know we talked about recasting or killing or whatever. And I said just have having go missing. Apparently they did that with, uh, Zachary, Zachary Quinto's Spock. Um. So I don't know. Um. I think they're going to eventually have to. Give in and. And give Chris his raise. And Chris might have to you know, maybe instead of giving ten million, maybe he'll he'll have to settle for eight. But you know, it's still more money than I make in my lifetime, so let's not be greedy here, people. I'm gonna go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So we talked about some hot guys. Sam Smith, Adam Lambert, The Chris's, Hemsworth, and Pine. So now we have to talk about what happens after you sleep with all the hot guys. The STD infested, brain damaging, weird, syphilis carrying horror show. Yes, people, we're talking about Lindsay Lohan. And, you know, okay. I'm not one of the Lindsay Lohan haters. I uh, I don't particularly like her. I think she's gone off the rails. But I do think that she has some talent. Um, I don't agree with her. Oh, I don't know if you guys have heard this. Um, but I don't remember who she was talking to. It might have been, like, people or... Um, One of those magazines was interviewing her. Um, after her epic fall from the A-list. And her quote was, I should have already won an Oscar. Bitch what? What what are you going to win an Oscar for? Okay. Your performance in Mean Girls wasn't that great. So let's be real here, okay, Lilo? You were lucky to get the work you got, okay? And playing a stripper who turned out to be, to have an evil twin who killed her? Yeah. That probably was never going to be your Oscar-winning movie. Well, the crazy doesn't stop there. She allegedly... Well not even allegedly, she did. She said this... Um, she said, I'm really going to hate myself for saying this, but I think by women speaking against these things, it makes them look weak when they are very strong women. This is, of course, in regards to the Me Too movement and what the fuck. She basically just said that it's the women's fault. They don't need to be speaking out. They just need to accept that the men are going to rape them. In what world is, does that even make sense? uh she must have realized that her MTV reality show was project was um heading towards disaster um because she she quickly corrected herself and she released a new statement exclusively to people of course and she was she said i would like to unreservedly apologize for any hurt and distress caused by a qu- quote in the recent um interview with the times the quote solely related to my hope that a handful of false testimonies out of a tsunami of heroic voices do not deserve to dilute the importance of the me too movement and all of us who champion it however i have since learned how statements like mine are seen as hurtful which was never my intent i'm sorry for any pain i may have caused i feel very strongly about the me too movement and have the utmost respect and admiration for the Women brave enough to come forward and speak out about their experiences. Their testimony has served to protect those who can't speak and give strength to those who have struggled to have their voices heard. And I think that's the most bullshit that's come out of my mouth since Saturday night when I told the guy I was hitting on that I was a virgin. (laughs) Here's the truth. Lindsay Lohan will say whatever she needs to say to, to get and or keep work. I don't blame her. We all have to work. We all have to make a living. And I, I go back to, it. I think she, she does have talent. I don't understand why she's doing this reality show. Um, I know a lot of people say it's because she's uninsurable. But if Mel Gibson can get insurance, if, you know, Zach Efron, after all of his troubles, can still get insurance, there's no reason why she can't. Um, and according to Crazy Days Nights, Lindsay Lohan was probably one of the most cast-couched actresses around. Um, because her parents didn't care. Dina and Michael Lohan just wanted that money to keep rolling in. And they would sell their daughter up the river if that's what it took for them to get it. Um, so, uh, part of me thinks that the only reason why she said this, uh, said that her first statement is because cat- the casting couch is the only way she knows. And that's really just sad. Uh, I'll be back. And I'm back. And um, I realized I didn't tell you guys what I was drinking today. It's because it's really simple, and um, I keep getting judgy emails about all my simple drinks, but this time it's just some ginger ale with some lemon vodka. Um, sometimes you just want something simple and good. So, we're going to do a blind item. Um, it comes from our friends over at Blind Gossip. Um, if you want all the best blind items, go over there, blindgossip.com. This is brand spanking new. So when I looked at this, there's not even guesses yet. It's called Older and Wiser. So it says, This very successful TV show ran for more than five seasons, but is no longer in production. There's talk of a movie featuring the original cast, but some of them are not satisfied with that. There are at least three key cast members who don't just want a standalone movie. They want to bring back the TV- the show to TV for a few more seasons. Of course, the entire cast will be betray- will be portrayed as older and wiser and having moved on to a new chapter in their lives. But they think that their original fanbase would love it as long as the characters live, work, and close proximity. They don't think they would even need every original cast member to make it successful, although that would be nice. They are trying to convince the other talent to join them. Quite frankly, each person's enthusiasm seems to be directly tied to how much they would be paid. Definitely not the Partridge family. So, when I first heard it, I was thinking, Friends, because... You know Jennifer Aniston. Um, Jennifer Aniston and them are always asked about this, and and it really still could be because, um. Almost all of the cast is. I am trying. To, I think all of the cast is free except for, Matt LeBlanc who. Um is on Man with a Plan right now. And at the height of their popularity, um, before the show went off the air, they were the highest paid... um, They were the highest paid actors. And given that NBC is um, really pulling for the nostalgia, their number one show... Back being back would be perfect um, of course it may not go to NBC it could go to Netflix because um, Marta Kaufman who um, she has Grace and Frankie on Netflix and the original series is all on Netflix um, they would be a, a, a welcome home and they could use some original content um, especially some Emmy baby. But I, you know, looking at this, all I, I, you know, friends really does seem like the most logical answer. Um. The I want to say the Brady Bunch would also be a good guess, but when I checked, the Brady Bunch only ran for five seasons, not more than five. Unless we're including, all of the franchises that came from that, um, there's not many other successful sitcoms that haven't, that aren't either already being rebooted or, um, in the midst of being rebooted, you know, Ravie Brown's coming back, um, the other thing to think of is that this is probably not an ensemble show, um, It could be a drama, but again, almost all the successful dramas that ran for more than five seasons are already being rebooted and or are and the and the way that the source made it sound is like this is this is a comedy um, that was built upon the relationship of the original cast so i'm I'm going to stick with my guns and say that it is friends. Um, Jennifer Aniston has said that she won't do a reunion. Um, But, you know, she can change her mind. Um, Courtney Cox really hasn't done anything since Cougar Town. I don't know if she's just maybe wanting to relax. That's certainly a possibility. But the rest of them, you know... Let's see what happens. Tell me what your guess is. Send an email to ed at authoredanderson.com. I'll be right back. And I'm back. And, you know, I actually... the In the far distance, there was an ambulance going by. And I almost started recording just so you guys could hear it. So you could kind of get a sense of what was coming. Yes, we are going to talk about Miss Aretha Franklin. Um, as of this recording, she's still alive. You know, I keep checking, um, my Google alerts. I keep, um, like, I've Googled her name. I keep checking, even as I'm recording, um, for that late-breaking news that she has passed on. And I really hope it doesn't come. Um, I, you know, mm-hmm. me and my best friend were talking, lot. Uh, yesterday about it, and, um, it's really weird, and I kind of brought this up yesterday, she's 72 years old, we used to consider that a very long life, and now we're like, she's so young, she can't die, I, I think this is one of those things that I'm just gonna have to ruminate on, and probably write about later on, um, But for now, I just want, um, Aretha is in hospice. Um, for those that don't know, hospice is usually the the last stop before you die. Um, usually if you're put in hospice, you, you have six weeks or less. Um, I'm sorry, six months or less. Um, really at this point, I don't even, you know, we all just need to be prepared to say our goodbyes. Um, she filled our, our, our lives and our hearts with so much great music. Um, the title of this episode obviously comes from her, um, one of her more iconic songs, Chain of Fools. Um and here is what her um here is what is being said. Um, this comes from Roger Friedman. He said, "She has a great family. She's surrounded by love, and the w- a world is sending prayers. All further announcements will be made by her family." We just... We just want to send love and prayers. Um... At this point... It's all looking confirmed that she did have cancer... Or does have cancer. I'm talking about her like she's already gone... I shouldn't do that. Um... But you know... The thing about Aretha... And, and a lot of these singers from the 60s... Um... And, and, and before, is they were just so very, very private about their lives. The 70s era rockers kind of changed that and, like, let us in and, you know, to them having sex with groupies or whoever would put out for them. Um, but, in and in this is coming from someone who loved old Hollywood. Yes, all this stuff happened. Let's not pretend. The, you know, these singers were having sex. They were sleeping around. They were doing, you know, but everything was kept quiet and on the down low. You know, if your friend bragged about sleeping with somebody famous, you probably didn't believe him back then. In the 70s and 80s, when, when it was more out there and more talked about, it was like, oh my god, yes, yes, you did. You... You were like, mm, girl. That Nick Carter has a big dick. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a straight boy. I don't know. Who do straight boys think is hot? Um, but, oh yeah, you know, she was good. She gave that up to me. Um. But if Rika really is from a time when you didn't talk about personal stuff. You didn't talk about being sick. You didn't talk about politics. Which, um has gotten Taylor Swift into trouble because people feel like she should be talking about politics. But, you know, Aretha never really talked about them very much. She, you know, she went to Obama's inauguration and, same for him, wore that iconic hat. But I think that was really the last time we seen her. In, pub- in a more public setting. Obviously, I'm going to keep on top of this story. Um, as soon as there's anything breaking, I will bring it to you. Until then, cheers.